how's how's your wife? You've been married for for how long now? (laughs) I don't know. It seems like forever. (laughs) (laughs) Infinity years. (laughs) I've never not been married. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, boys and ghouls, to Spooky Book Report. If that's not Jumanji, I don't know what is. Oh, yeah. Wacky, bro. Oh, he's so wonderful. Big, fat, smelly. I am super fat, but that's super mean. Classic. Everyone's the fat kid. Only the best. Well, she, uh... Well, she's dead. We gotta go arrest whoever's stinking this place up. Toy, like a tiger. Toy, tiger. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. Oh no. I opened the window, but they're mowing outside. Those dickheads. This is bad timing. Don't they know that it's Monday afternoon and we're trying to do something? (laughs) Right? It's 4.30, it's nap time. They should know better. (laughs) Hey, all you lawn care specialists, frig off! (laughs) Right? Am I... He's just like circling around right by my window. Those dicks. Alright, I'm gonna go close the window. You take it away. Yep, so I'll tell you, uh, there's... Um, the guy that does our landscaping around here. Oh, that's much quieter. Um, he literally will blow his leaf blower only at, like, between 6 and 7 when I'm sitting here trying to watch TV. Uh-huh. And it seems like it's every night. <laughs> all the time. That is annoying. It's just like, hey, can you do this when regular people are at work, mister? Right. Yeah, they only do ours once a week, but they do come by with a leaf blower, like, it, to get to our doorway, there's a little, like, alcove that you go down, and they come mm-hmm. down, and it just gets super loud right outside the door. What jerks. When I'm watching TV. Yeah. But whatever. It's a tough job, but somebody's gotta do it, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose I wouldn't you're right. want to be a landscaper myself. No. no. I think if I ever got a yard... One one lawn is enough for me. Right? But your lawn at your mom's house was huge. Yeah, that's why we had a riding lawnmower. Yeah. It was too big. I feel like a riding lawnmower would be okay, but we always had to push one growing up, and so it was like, uh, you have to do a chore and exercise at the same time. <laughs> and you don't get to come in till it's done. Yeah. And if you even think about coming in before it's done, we're going to kill you. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. My mom means it. When she says something, she definitely means it. Yep. Especially if it's that I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. She's killed me before, and she'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't hesitate. <sighs> I think, <coughs> like, those people who are just like, No, I, I like mowing the lawn. It's like, oh yeah, you sound insane. <laughs> Right? It's like, I like 
the satisfaction of a well mowed lawn. That's sure. what I like. Yeah, but, but I feel I like that's just with it. like, yeah. I feel like you can get that with like any job well done. Like yeah. you could. It's like I like the satisfaction of fixing my own car. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. But it sucks to do it. Yeah, and I feel like that's the same thing. But with like yard work and stuff, I feel like it's more like a vanity thing because mm-hmm. it's like I have a nice yard and now all the neighbors can just be jealous of it <laughs> yep but then five days later it's it's not nice anymore yeah you that's gotta the, do it all over again that's the problem it's like it's satisfying to get it looking nice but sure it's temporary mm-hmm. so just not for me Mm-mm. no way i'm gonna make my wife do all the yard work <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> nice so hopefully I can have a yard sometime. Too. See, isn't that like such a sad reality that we live in that we're both like, we're in our 30s, well, early 30s, and it's like, I hope I have a house one day. Right. And like 20 years ago, they're like, no, I'm I'm gonna have a house one day. And we live in this terrible existence where it's just like, I, I hope so. <laughs> right. Be it's, nice. like, it's like back in the day, it's like, oh yeah, I'll have a house with that white picket fence and like a sure. nice quiet neighborhood. But now it's like... Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm lucky, I might get one of those cluster houses where right. there's a house five feet away from your house. Yep. Or, like, if I'm, like, on the lower end of the lucky spectrum, I could get, like, a condo. Yeah. And it's... I don't think it's worth buying a condo. But Yeah, I don't, I don't really either. But, I mean, I guess at least then you're paying towards some equity rather than sure. just dumping your money down a toilet to rent mm-hmm. but still like if i'm gonna buy something i don't want to buy where i'm living now which is basically what a condo would be right and that's exactly how my wife and i are it's like because they're projecting that the airline industry won't recover for a couple of years right and so it's like yeah we'll probably be in washington for a couple of years despite like everybody's optimism and so we're like, well, maybe we should look into buying a house since we're going to be here for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, there's this condo that's down the street that's uh, 375000 Yeah, that's nuts. And it's like, uh, maybe we won't. Right? It's like 375 is like the top limit of what I could afford. Right. And the top limit for a condo, no way. Yeah, right? It's not worth it. It's like, or you can like drive way the f out of town, and have like a small house, like a really small house with a very small yard mm-hmm. for three hundred and seventy-five thousand. But your commute to work is about an hour. Yeah, and that also is not worth it. No. So you know, just stuck in this terrible state of existence. It's terrible. Hopefully things recover. Yeah, for both of us, you know? Yeah, who knows? Maybe the housing market will crash and we'll be able to afford something nice. That'd be nice. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Your mom said that you were starting school. Is that true? Or was she lying? No, yeah, that's true. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But maybe Uh, if I actually get my degree, then I can afford a, a house. There you go. What are you going to school for? Marketing. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's it's like an online school thing, though, so 
I just gotta keep myself motivated. Yeah. Maybe if I'm paying for it, then I'll be like, okay, I have yeah. to set aside this many hours every day. Sure. To do stuff. Right. So. You can't. You're not that far off from your degree, are you? You mean you went to the U for a couple of years? Yeah. I'm hoping that I can finish it up in a year, but nice. Year and a half tops is what I'm hoping. Okay, because you got your associates from Snow. Yeah. Okay. So, hopefully That's it doesn't good. take two years to get it all done. Right. But I didn't we'll even see. do that. I didn't even get my associates from Snow. Oh, really? I was there for three years, so I sure as hell better. <laughs> nice. Like, after two years, I think I was one credit short, but right. I was planning on just staying around for another year because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. So... You know, I graduated because nice. I had two semesters to get one Figure credit. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm like the thing that I don't understand is like how do math credits expire? I didn't know they did. I had heard that. I don't know if they do or not, but I've heard that. And if that's true, then I'm like more like twenty something credits short. But I was I'm like fifteen credit short of my associates and i'm like i should just do online school but yeah i'll let you know how this goes yeah excuse me nice because the school i'm going to doesn't have like a you don't sign up for a schedule for a semester you just pay for six months Mm -hmm. and you just finish what you can in six months so nice that's not bad hopefully i can get it done fast hell yeah i heard like there's some school online where because I have my FAA licensing, mm-hmm. like just by having that you give them their number or your A and P license number and they give you like seventy five credits just for having that. Yeah, because it's basically awesome. like you already, it's like you have a degree kind of, like yeah. you have that technical skill, right? So it should count for something. That's kind of what I think. So I was like, oh, maybe I should go do that and just like get the 75 credits get my associates and then work on a bachelor's degree or something yeah because uh it's almost like you like are expected to have that now right like (laughs) it's hard to find anything without that Mm because i've been trying yeah job search is the worst it really is i hate it i hate it so much just the worst and like even worse than that i think is like updating my resume because it's like how much can i bullshit this like (laughs) i was in charge of this and that and like uh, i don't know yeah yeah building resumes sucks and updating your old ones suck too Mm -hmm. i think the problem for me is that i'm better at telling people what's wrong with me instead of what's good about me (laughs) yeah yeah, I think right. that's easier for most people. Yeah, it's like, why would you be a good fit for this job? It's like, well, because I will berate all of your other employees. <laughs> and that's it. That's all. <laughs> and then we'll talk about them on a podcast. Yeah, and we'll say, man, th- th- that pizza diet is so stupid. <laughs> it's such a bad diet. <laughs> Especially when you add donuts. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, when there's that low-hanging fruit, you you gotta expect me to do something. You gotta pick it. That's right. You can't help yourself. 
<sighs> Job hunting. What a joke. Right? It's the worst. It really is. Especially if you want to get paid more than like 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'll show up on time. And they're like, okay, that's worth $12 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, really? You'll come to work? <laughs> you will? Every Swear time? Swear to God? <laughs> <laughs> You'll come to work five days a week? Really? Man, you are so stupid. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the worst. Definitely the, is. The worst part, like... I've found about my job is that like work starts at five o'clock, mm-hmm. but they're like, we want you here and like in your coveralls, if you wear them, like ready to work at five o'clock, but we're not going to pay, start paying you till five o'clock. So if you show up at four forty-five and clock in, those are 15 free minutes. Right. And I'm like, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah. At my work, it's like they have it on a computer system. Like. I don't know, some fancy thing where you got to use your fingerprint to sign in. Mm -hmm. And if you're there more than five minutes early, it won't let you sign in. So it's like, well, if I'm here early, then I'm just going to sit in my car until it's time. Exactly. I'm not going to come in and do anything. Yeah, right? I'm not going to get not paid to be here, you bitches. (laughs) Yeah. And it's annoying because we we have to take a lunch. Like, they force you to take a 30-minute lunch. Mm-hmm. And you can't sign in 29 minutes later. You have to wait until the clock turns to 30 minutes. And it's just, it's irritating. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Don't make like, sense. Fortunately for us, they just like, we don't give a shit how long of a lunch you take, but we're just going to like not pay you for a half hour for the yeah. day. And oh, call that is... Even. That is nice. Because then you can like just extend it a bit. Oh, yeah. And I, like, ever since the coronavirus hit, like, you can't sit by each other in the lunchroom anymore. Because I used to just sit with my coworkers and we'd make fun of other coworkers mm-hmm. at lunch. And now you can't do that. So I just got to my truck and sleep. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what my lunches usually are. It's just, <laughs> I go and sit in my car. Right? Yeah. And then I wonder why my car's so goddamn dirty. <laughs> That's why. Because you eat in there. <laughs> I went and vacuumed it out this weekend and I was like, holy shit. There is so much crap in here. Yeah, doesn't it just look so much nicer now? Oh, yeah. It's, I love a clean car. Yeah, it gets way better. I need to clean out my wife's car, too. Because she's like, I don't care. It's... It can be dirty. It doesn't matter to me. I'm the only one riding in here. I was like, well, what about me? Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of like up to me to go and do that part of it. And I don't mind because like it's, it's cleaning out cars to me is like mowing your lawn, right? It's just the satisfaction when you're done. It's like, oh man, that's nice. And then you're not going to do it for another six months. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's how I am too. It's like, yep. For months, I'm just like, man, I need to clean my car. I need to clean my car. And then you finally do it, and it's so satisfying. And then a few days later, you just start throwing trash in the back seat again. Mm Mm-hmm. I try to leave, like, a grocery bag in there. Mm 
That's so I can at least like collect my trash because mm-hmm. my wife's family they like put it in like the door holders and the car doors. Uh-huh. So there's always full of trash, which like whatever everybody has their own thing. But my family always had like a grocery bag full of trash. But I'm so guilty of just being like, ah, fuck it, and just throw it in the back seat. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, if you just have like a white paper bag that you yeah. had some donuts in it's like i'm done i don't feel like throwing this away so it just goes in the back seat yep or like a wendy's bag or whatever <laughs> yeah usually if there's like something like that i'll take it in and throw it away but oh, if it's just yeah. like a small like a candy wrapper or something it goes in the back and then it just accumulates <laughs> i just like pictured you in my mind one of those people that just like has a just a backseat completely full of trash (laughs) yeah it reminds me of uh the blaze oh yeah and that summer where we ate mcdonald's every single day and like we made a pact was it all summer i think it was all summer where i was like we are not going to clean this car out for the entire summer and we didn't and the trash was level with the back seat of the car yeah it was level with the seat it was really that gross was, that was really gross but it was great but then <laughs> Alyssa came in and ruined it <laughs> freaking dates why did right? i care so much i don't know everybody well it's just in high school you're like oh man i would love to see some tits i want to woo a girl so i'm gonna clean out my really shitty smelly car (laughs) as if that's gonna change anything (laughs) right as if that's any better (laughs) it's just a reflection of me as a person this terrible car yeah this cheap car that's been handed down to everyone in the family yeah that that car was awesome though like i literally think it went from one to person to the next to the next down to me <laughs> and the ac didn't work in it oh my gosh it was so hot that was the worst <laughs> it was. I always had sweaty backs getting out of it yep we had a lot of fun in it though <laughs> no what the good days those are good they times because <laughs> when you have a really shitty car i mean you're gonna beat it up oh yeah absolutely you're gonna, you're gonna do things that you wouldn't normally do Mm-hmm. like i had that old ranger and that didn't have ac in it either and i was like this is kind of terrible but i don't i i could run it into a pole and as long as it still runs it doesn't matter <laughs> right yeah in the blaze that's where i started sliding across the hood <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. so so eventually it had a pretty good dent in the hood <laughs> for me jumping across sliding on it oh that's just wonderful right want to look cool like they do in the movies yeah right but now like i have a a nice truck and it's like i can't just like treat this like i treated the ford ranger (laughs) right it's like now i have a car that i'm paying off monthly so i can't do that until it's paid off in full and even then it's like then i don't want to buy a new one yeah just got to take care of it now yeah boring kids don't realize that those are the days when you can literally it's just like here's a 400 dollar car i don't give a shit what you do to it (laughs) right it's like this is what you get like i 
blow it up if you want, but don't come whining to me about <laughs> needing a new car. Right, because you have one now. Mm-hmm. If you want another one, it's your responsibility. Yep. <sighs> I wonder, like, that would have been nice to know. Like, listen, your life is literally not going to get easier than it is right now. <laughs> right. It's just so simple back then. Like, your literal only thing is, like, I'm going to go play football with my friends and uh, try and clean out my car for dates for girls. <laughs> that's not going to work out for me. That's all you and, That's all you got to worry about. Yeah, and, and go have um, ice cream Mondays. Yeah, ice cream Mondays. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days. You know the oh. funny thing about that? I don't even really like ice cream. Really? It was just a tradition. Yeah, and it was a great one. Because mm-hmm. everybody could scrape together a dollar for an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. At the malt shop. So, you just you just did it. You just did it. And you would go there and make an ass out of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, whenever I see, like, teenage kids anywhere and they're just being obnoxious i'm like gosh they're so obnoxious and then i think back to how i was and it's just like man i was so obnoxious oh absolutely (laughs) i would have just hated myself (laughs) i know i'm so glad that i don't know myself back then like (laughs) if i had to meet 16 year old me i'd be like hey listen fuck you you are such a little shit we everybody hates you (laughs) yeah I know you guys think that you're very funny, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. So stop it. <laughs> uh, don't fall down in the malt shop again. <laughs> I mean, we just don't, didn't know any better. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Isn't it, too? I don't know if I talked about that, but I've always felt like, wouldn't it be so nice to be one of those people who are, like, too stupid to, like realize like the consequences of reality and stuff like i know that this is a very depressing thought but i've thought about it a lot it's just like man i wish i was way more stupid and just was like one of those people that could just be happy that's just like i'm too stupid to just blissfully happy like yeah you have less than most people and most people are just like still depressed because they want more right yeah that would be nice it would be so nice to just be like some one of those people that's just like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, I just don't comprehend real the gravity of any situation. It's like, I like going to work because I like interacting with people. And it's yeah, like, right. Ugh. It's like, oh fuck you. <laughs> How can you be happy <laughs> right? going and talking to a bunch of people? Yeah, or just like, oh, I, I'm happy because the sun came out today. It's like, really? That's all it took. <laughs> I would have been happier if it didn't. <laughs> i'm never happy <laughs> man speaking of like people who just talk a lot oh, gosh. there's this person who like stands at the doors and greets people where i work and yeah. she can just talk forever oh, and like gosh. what do you, there's nothing you can do they don't understand that you don't want to be there like mm-hmm. you you're literally talking with your back to them like 
your head halfway turned to them and they keep talking and you keep stopping and turning around and like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And you just keep stepping further away and then you stop because they continue to talk and then they walk towards you and then you start walking a little further away and they keep <sighs> and they just follow you. Isn't that the worst? Yeah, I hate it. That- there's a couple of guys like that that are mechanics who will just come up and start talking to you, and I'm just like, oh, can you please shut up? <laughs> it's like I've got stuff to do. I want to. I want to leave yeah. this this now. Yeah, I I would literally rather die than have this conversation. <laughs> right, this pointless conversation. Yeah. Ugh. I I don't know. I'm just not a big talker. Yeah. I'm just not a small talker. No, at all. I, like. Like, when I was at your wedding, everybody was like, oh, so so you work on airplanes. And I was like, yep. Like, How, how's that? I was like, it, I didn't come here to talk about work. Will you leave <laughs> right. me alone? It's work. And then you just <laughs> want to go, like, talk to your old friends. Right? No, I don't want to do this small talk. Yeah, like, if you don't know what I'm doing now, just leave me alone. <laughs> just <laughs> like... I'm going to go talk to these people I want to talk to. Right. <laughs> just like... I just want to go... Uh, whisper bad things in Nick's ear when he's at an inopportune time where he can't retaliate. And eat some donuts. And eat some donuts and have fun at my friend's wedding. Yeah. Not talk about airplanes (laughs) with you. Right? It's like, oh, yep. Yep, I am married. Yep, I do live in Washington. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) It's kind of bad. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about, like, it would be really funny to, like, print a brochure about yourself of just, like, here's, I, this is who I'm married to, this is where I'm living, this is my occupation, and then if somebody wants to give you small talk, you just hand them a brochure, like, here's (laughs) everything you need to know. It's like a, like a Christmas card, but you just keep it in your pocket all the time (laughs) and update it periodically. Yeah. And there's, like, a picture of me like this. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Like a school picture, and I'm in a tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. I don't know. I, I get why people, like, talk about their jobs and stuff, because it's just, like, something to commiserate on and just be like, man, doesn't going to work make you want to fucking kill yourself? <laughs> Amen, <laughs> like, <"Yeah."> brother. <laughs> so let's let's talk about how, how we wish we could stay home and go fishing. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, yeah. That's fine. Of course, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, you want to stay home and tend to your garden instead of go to work. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I can't can't wait till I can retire in eighty years, <laughs> if ever. Yeah, like, like I, I don't get to talk about those things because I'm gonna die on the hangar floor with a wrench in my hand. <laughs> yeah, and I just want them to come and scoop me up. The handicapped garbage people to come and <laughs> throw me in one of the dumpsters and just that'll be the end. <laughs> Yep. And they'll be happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about people who are just happy to be at work. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Doesn't matter if they just walk around picking up trash all day. They're happy to be there. Exactly. Because they get to go talk to people. <laughs> Something that I cannot relate to. Yeah. Definitely and, not. And I think, like, it it gets worse as, like you go along in your marriage like you meet like your wife's in-laws and like kind of like their extended in-laws and stuff and they all 
at least my wife's family, they're all very friendly and stuff, but they're all like, oh, so, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> right, it's just like, they're just talking because they feel like they need to. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm cool with silence. Yeah. I'm cool, I, with, I'm cool with you silence. guys not talking to me at all. Because <laughs> the small talk stuff just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It's just, uh, yeah. Like, I, honestly, I would not be offended if you all just ignored me. Just <laughs> right. pretended I wasn't here. It's like, shake my hand and introduce yourself. Let's move on. <laughs> like, if you want to come over and be like, hey, so, h- how's your football season going? I'll be like, ah, fucking horrible! <laughs> then, you know, that's fine, but... But if it's just like, then, oh, hey, how's work? It's like, uh, it makes me want to do a huge fucking suicide. You? <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Me too. <laughs> We're connecting. Yeah. We're getting uh, along. How, how's how's your wife? You've been married for for how long now? <laughs> like, I don't know. It seems like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Infinity years. <laughs> I've never not been married. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like if you could talk like that, then the small talk would be okay. But you just yeah. you can't. You just have to smile and nod and oh, yep, yep. Good four years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sex is great. Thanks. <laughs> it's super duper. No kids. Don't no want kids. Them. Hate them. <laughs> then I definitely kill myself. <laughs> You think I'm flirting with suicide now? Wait till you throw a kid in the mix. I'll be hanging in my closet before daybreak. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, now that you mention it, like, I don't think I get into small talk with, like, you or Nick or, like, any of my best friends. It's, we hardly ever are like, oh, so, how, what, what's your work situation? It's like it. You guys, I'll let you know if something changes. How's that? If it's interesting, I'll tell you. Yeah, like, I want to know if somebody, like, shit their pants at your work. I don't, <laughs> right? Then I want to hear day-to- about it. Yeah, like, I don't want to know your day-to-day operations. <laughs> Did somebody lose a finger? If not, I don't care. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> Did tell some- me a funny story. <laughs> Did somebody bend over to pick something up and fart? <laughs> that I want to hear. Yeah. If it didn't, then I don't care. If it was just Two a things. normal day of work, yeah, keep it like, to yourself. Like, uh, nothing really happened. I just, you know, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch, and I, I went, and then I thought about uh, dying for a while, and then I clocked out and went home. And now it's we're like, here. That's boring, man. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't talk about it. Yeah, I want to hear about poop stories, fart stories, pee stories, and mortal injuries. And that's <laughs> yeah. it. Horrible injuries. That's what I. That's what I like. <laughs> so keep the small talk to that. Yeah. Only to cool things. <laughs> oh, my wife. Uh, we were listening to the episode that aired today, "Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes," mm-hmm. when she called. And she was on the air. She's just like, you guys are just sitting here dunking on me and stuff. And I was like, well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> you know who you married? You should have thought before you called. <laughs> Think twice before you call me next time. 
<sighs> so uh, I'm gonna try to be nice to her for moving forward because uh, she did that. Most of the time, I'm just like, hey, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. She's not gonna listen, <laughs> and, and then she did. And unless you, unless you force her to. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot how that episode went. I didn't, you know. Oh well. Uh, oh well. <laughs> oh well. She can't return me without the receipt. So <laughs> it's true, and she got rid of that a long time ago. Amen to that. She lost it. <laughs> Even though she bought expired goods. <laughs> yep. That's why you always get a receipt. Yep. <clears throat> Amen to that. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> oh yes. What did you What did you read this week? I was gonna go see if there was an episode of it. Mm, it is called Matt's autobiography, "The Blob That Ate Everyone." <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. That's my name. <laughs> my name's the Blob That Ate Everyone. <laughs> Is there an episode? Because this book was straight up yonkers. (laughs) Was it? It wasn't that, like, crazy, but it was uh, pretty drug drug out. Oh, really? Yeah. Those are the worst ones. Yeah. Hate it. There was an episode. Oh, nice. Season 2, episode 23. Love love it i was gonna look and watch it before this but i was like mm, that book was bad i'm not watching an episode <laughs> right the episodes are pretty terrible yeah it's just like crappy 90s like ah! like that mm-hmm. but like looking back i can remember like legitimately being like spooked out by these episodes oh yeah so they're I good think, for kids i think the thing i remember most is just that intro song and then the dog that when his eyes glow <laughs> yeah that's awesome oh yeah <clears throat> so i'm gonna give you my report on this fucking book cool let's hear it okay so this is uh the blob that ate everyone written and first published in 1997 it's pretty short it's like 115 pages long so it starts out um and there's the main character, his name, and I'm not making this up. It's not like his name's not Zach, and they call him Zacky. His name is literally Zacky. Zacky? Pretty stupid. <laughs> that is weird. His best friend's a girl named Alex. And then there's like a third friend who they're like friends with, but he's kind of a dick. His name is Adam. Um, so the first part of the story, it's... it's uh, it's Alex and Zachy and they're like running down the street and there's a big like pulsating blob in the street and it's like got a gash in where it you think figure its stomach is and a big huge purple tongue comes out of the stomach. <laughs> Wait, this is where it starts? This is where it starts. Oh wow. Um and it's grabbing um Zachy around the legs and dragging it towards its, his stomach. Uh-huh. And then, like, the chapter ends. And then the next chapter starts, and Zachy's like, isn't that a great story that I wrote? Uh, I should have known. I should have known right? it was one of those misdirects. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> the whole basis is that Zachy wants to be a great horror story writer. Mm-hmm. And he's reading this to his friends, 
Alex and Adam, and Alex is always very supportive, and she's like, no, I, I liked it, Zachy, I thought it was really good, and Adam's like, that was super gay, bro, that didn't scare me at all, bro. He's such a dick. Yeah, people, friends who are like that, it's just like, man, fuck off. <laughs> right. So, just, just be supportive of your friend. He, he went out on a limb here. <laughs> he wrote a story and read it to you. Yeah, what did you he ever do besides... soul bear. Yeah. All you ever did was pick your butt and smell it. <laughs> you sicko. You um, <clears throat> So, they were hanging out. That When he was reading them the story, they were at Adam's house. And then it gets late and dark, and um, Alex and Zachy are walking home. And they walk past an antique store. And lightning had struck, like, the top of the building, and so the roof had caved in, and a bunch of rainwater had got in, and, like, all of these, like, you know, there was downed wires and stuff like that. Like, it and had there just was, like, a recently big... happened, or it's a... Yeah, so, like, the day before, okay. or it had happened, and there was, like, a caution tape on the door that says, don't enter, or whatever, and they're walking by, and they're like, wow, I wonder what happened, blah, 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 and some lady's like, oh, lightning struck it. You know, and it's dark out or whatever. And Zachy's like, let's go in and look around. It looks really neat. <laughs> or whatever. What, what an idiot. So they go in, much to Alex's... Um, <clears throat> protest. Okay. Yeah. In spite of her, I guess. And so they go in and they're kind of like looking around. And um, Alec, or Zachy sees an old typewriter up on a shelf. And he has, like, a brand new computer at home and a printer that he would write his scary stories on. But he's like, oh, the, the typewriter would be so neat to write all my horror stories on. Like, you're going to make writing even harder than it already is, you dick. <laughs> right. It's just a novelty. People don't actually do that. No. Unless, you know, you're writing a suicide note or something. <laughs> then but. it's appropriate. Yes. So, as he's, like, going up to, like, grab the typewriter, a blue flame, like, encircles him. That's what how they describe it. A blue flame encircles him. And he falls to the ground. And what had happened is that there was a wire, a live wire that was in a puddle that he stepped in. Mm -hmm. And so he got super effing electrocuted. <laughs> That's why and you pay attention to caution tape. Amen to that, brother. Down and power lines and water don't mix. It's like, how did you not die? I mean, that's a lot of voltage that you just took right up the ass. <clears throat> Can't so be. I, you know, some mysteries remained unsolved in Goosebumps books, we'll put it that way. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, like, as he, like, came, as he fell over, he, like, pulled his foot out, and the his friend was just like, holy shit, that was wacky, bro. And he's... He wakes up and he's like, what happened? And they're like, I think you got electrocuted. And he's like, all right, let's take the typewriter and get the F out of here. And it's like, was that not a sign enough for you, bro? <laughs> right. Like, and it's like, you just broke into a place and stole something. Yeah. If that wasn't bad enough, you got electrocuted. Exactly. Like, why do you go into a place where it's already, like, in disarray? You're like, I'm going to go steal something from this fucking place, <laughs> even though their business is already doomed. Kids, man. I know. They're the worst. So he gets it down off the top shelf, and as he does, he hears somebody be like, Is somebody out here? And they're like, Oh, shit! <laughs> they're dead. And they hide. They're dead in the water. Dead in the water. They got caught. Mm-hmm. 
So they he like drops it on the floor and they hide behind a cabinet. And this somebody's like, is somebody out here? And she's like shining a flashlight, obviously, because it's dark. And she's like looking around and she shines it on the typewriter on the ground. And she was like, hmm. So she turns off the light and like walks away, quote unquote. And they're like sitting there. And then finally, um, his friend Alex sneezes. And the, the lady's like, I gotcha! And she's like right behind him. And she's just like, what are you two doing in here? Like, you don't you know how to read the caution tape on the sign? And also, it described the shop owner as African-American, which isn't important, but I just wanted to point out that there, you know, there are black people in Goosebumps books. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, um... So she, he's like, oh, we saw that lightning had struck and we just wanted to look around or whatever. And she was like, okay, we'll get the F out of here. And he's like, I just saw, she was like, why is this typewriter down here? And he's like, I saw it and I thought it was really neat. Um, <laughs> so I was going to steal it. And so he was like, I, I was going to steal it. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, I write horror stories and I just thought it would be cool to write stories on it. And she was like... Well, you can have it. He was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And take this pen, too. It was like a fountain pen. Mm -hmm. Take this, too. And it'll help you. I hope you become a great writer one day. Because I'm I'm not going to be able to sell this crap. He's like, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. And they, like, go home. Mm -hmm. Um... He takes it upstairs and his parents are just like, why do you have a typewriter? You, We bought you a new computer. And he's just like, I just you know, thought it would be neat. And they're like, that's pretty lame, bro. But, um, so his dad puts on a new ribbon for him and like, so he can like type or whatever and fit cleans it up. So it'll, it'll work. And the next day he, Alex comes over and after dinner and they're like upstairs and the dad's like hey it's a super nice night out there's not a cloud in the sky let's let's go into town for ice cream and zaki is like no i i wanted to write a horror story with alex and the dad is a big fat dad by the way i forgot to mention that they always which are. is they always are every dad is fat that's just the rite of passage <laughs> yeah <clears throat> um so he the dad's like okay whatever and he like goes away and zach starts typing it was a dark and stormy night and like as soon as he types that like the power goes out and it starts raining like super bad like real like hurricanes type rain wow yeah and um they go and get candles and stuff so he can keep writing but they don't tell you that zach is zacky is super afraid of the dark super well, mother effing afraid of the dark well that should just make his horror stories better then yeah and that's kind of what the conclusion he made later on is he's like I, that's why i'm such a horror good horror story writers because i know what it's like to be afraid of everything <laughs> it's like yeah you would bitch what a weenie. Um, so then, after they get some candles, he keeps writing and writes, like, the wind was howling through the trees. And then as soon as he finishes typing that, it's like, 
the wind is blowing so bad that they can like hear almost like people screaming because it's howling so bad mm-hmm. like it's just like really loud and um and then he next writes uh alex and zaki were alone in the house and and then they were and then they were weren't they already though well the dad the big fat dad was there but he was down in the basement oh I doing see. something but Zach doesn't like to go in the basement because he's afraid of the basement because he's a pussy. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. Um, so after that, they, I can't remember <clears throat> the sequence of events, but they go and start looking for the dad. Because they're like, oh, at this point, um, Alex is kind of cluing in and like, everything that you're typing is kind of coming to life. Because it was a really nice night. Your dad, Your big fat dad wanted to go and get ice cream in town. And we were going to walk because there wasn't a cloud in the sky. And now all of a sudden it's raining and the wind is blowing like super effing bad, bro. This is getting wacky, bro. And they go and look for the dad and they're yelling down in the basement and the dad doesn't answer. And so they kind of like shit their pants at this point and they're like, whoa, everything I am typing is coming true. This is straight up wacky, bro. Um, <clears throat> so he goes upstairs to try and like test the theory. Mm-hmm. And he writes, there was a knock at the door. And as soon as he does that, bang, 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 knock at the door, bro. Wow. Knock at the motherfucking door, bro. Who was it? They went and answered it, and guess who it was? Fucking nobody, bro. Oh. Oh, scary. Yeah. Really scary. And you know what this dumbass says? He goes, maybe just a tree branch. Fell on the on the door. Yeah, and then walked away. Yeah, and then got up and walked away. <laughs> what is this, Lord of the Rings? No. Dumbass. Yeah, what an idiot. So, at this point, Alex is like, no, write something and we'll see if it, like, for sure happens. So he writes, there was another knock at the door and Zach's friend Adam was at the door. Period. And then, bang, 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 knocking at the door, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. go downstairs, open the door, and it's their big stupid friend, Adam. Wow. Yeah. And he's like, they're like, what do you want? And he's like, uh, I came here for a reason, but I can't remember. <laughs> Just had and this like, the- urge to come here. Yeah. And he's, they're like, this shit is straight up crazy bro and so they tell their friend adam what's going on that like everything that they write on the typewriter is coming true and so he's like let's see it or whatever i can't remember exactly what they write but they oh adam goes up or zaki goes up and writes then the storm like stopped on the typewriter and then the storm stopped and he's like yeah so what or this is adam saying this he's like yeah the storm was here and now it's not who cares this is just coincidence and so they're they go downstairs and they find their the big fat dad is there and he's like oh i went across the street while you guys you know were upstairs you probably just didn't hear me i, I never you know whatever and when they go back upstairs and adam had written the blob lived in Zaki's basement looking for fresh meat. <laughs> what an asshole. Right? And he goes home. And they, like, go downstairs. 
and they hear like a bunch of crazy ass shit and it's a garden glove that's slapping against the window that they think is like a you know a big fat monster down there looking for fresh meat uh-huh. so they kind of figure that it just is debunked because there's nothing in the basement right uh-huh. so whatever the typewriter isn't magical after all so the next day adam um or excuse me zacky goes into town for his mom to get some stuff from the store and uh he goes into the store and there's like it's like a butcher shop and so they have like a side of beef hanging Mm -hmm. and it starts swinging and it's like fresh meat fresh meat (laughs) nice and he's like "Ah!" and um then it's adam and he's like, <laughs> he really thinks he's so funny. Yeah. So he buys the stuff and he rides back to his parents' house and he's like, freaking T.O.'d, bro. Yeah. T.O.'d. Oh, yeah. I understand. So he goes upstairs and he just starts typing away about um, the pink blob. Or the, this big blob attacks the t- the town. It eats a couple of policemen. It eats Adam. Um, and then it follows, you know, Zacky home. And he's just like furiously typing away. And then his mom comes upstairs and is like, oh, you forgot the bread. You got to go back into town and get the bread. And he's like, all right. So he gets on his bike and he's going back into town. And everybody's screaming and running away. And they're like, it's a monster. Run. And he's like, what the effing heck, bro? What the effing heck? What the heck, bruh? And it's a big pink blob that looks like a pulsating heart that's smooth and has a slit in its stomach. And there's a big disgusting pink tongue coming out of it. Wow. Attacking the mother effing town. Eating them up. Eating everything? Everything. And he, like, rides up. He's like, no, this can't be happening. Can't be happening. And the tongue reaches out and grabs uh, Zacky's leg and is starting to pull him into its stomach. And the police officers come and just, like, start beating the shit out of the tongue. And he lets go. (laughs) And they're like, you gotta run. And then as soon as they do that, the blob eats both the police officers. Just like he wrote in the book. This kid. He should have thought before he wrote. What a dickhead. It's all his fault. So, he's just, like, pedaling home super fast. Just, Mm -hmm. like, going nuts, trying to get home. And he crashes his bike, just like he wrote in the book. What an idiot. Why did he write that? Wouldn't you have a little more self-preservation in (laughs) mind than that? Yeah. And Alex shows up, and she's just like, holy shit, it's the blob! And he's like, "Uh, I I can't remember what I wrote, but I know it follows me home. And right then, Adam shows up, and just to, to make that shorty story short, it just eats Adam, their big stupid friend. Good. Gobbles him up. Um, so he he and Alex run to his house and go upstairs to the typewriter, thinking, you know, the typewriter's got to be the, you know, the magical element to this story that once whatever we type on the typewriter comes true. Yeah, so that can be the solution. Sure. So they are running upstairs, and he 
tries to start typing and the blob is like following him up his stairs and he gets up there and all of his keys are jammed and so he can't type and he's just like oh no no (laughs) and the blob sees that he's trying to type and grabs out with his tongue and eats the typewriter yeah so he has the thought maybe the pen is also magic i hope so he goes to start writing with the pen and the tongue grabs his arm and eats the pen too. Hmm. Well, he's so they're trapped trapped in his room right now. Big plink blob gonna eat the F out of him. Not in a good way. <laughs> and they can't get out because he's like blocking the doorway. And right here is where you can take it away. <laughs> oh, well... So, they can't get out the door. Correct. So they decide to go out on the roof. They go out the window. Okay. Climb down the window, climb off the roof, and uh, run back to town because the blob's not there anymore. Sure. And they go to that mysterious shop Mm -hmm. and find the mysterious lady. Okay. And she says, that's what you get for stealing from me you little shit nice but she has a magical powder Mm -hmm. that she gives them and is like this will make him regurgitate the typewriter okay and so they go back and they throw it on him and then he gets sick and throws up a bunch of stuff including their friend and their friend is holding on to the typewriter and then they run off and type into it that Adam is sorry forever and the blob dies and they win a Nobel Prize for fixing the problem. Now that is an ending worth reading. I hope so. That's way better than the ending that actually happened. Yeah. So, because that's a, a lesson in trickery, isn't it? About don't go into burn down shops and steal shit. Yeah, you asshole. You little dick. So the ending goes like this. It's gonna take two sentences. Adam goes, maybe I, or excuse me, Zachy goes, maybe I'm the one with the power. When I got shocked with that blue flame, it made me like powerful so maybe i just have to think the story and then it'll happen so he thinks the blob disappears poof blob's gone he thinks super lame right they could have went so many different ways with this and this is the way that they went um and then he goes uh adam reappears poof big stupid friend adam's back (laughs) that was it yeah, and I don't remember that that that's basically the gist of it. The very last chapter is of these two blobs and they're like he's like, "What did you think of my story?" and the other blob's like, "I liked it except for when you made the pink the blob disappear and all the humans win. I would like it better if the blob ate everyone." And the other blob's like, "That's a much better ending." And that's the whole that's a, literally the end of the book. What a fucking joke. Right? <laughs> Isn't that the worst? That is the worst way to end something. Oh, it was... uh, 
I mean, the it's a good premise and everything, but it's just like let's end it literally the worst way we possibly yeah, could. That's terrible. The he the power have... was in you the entire time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How so terrible. I give this book one star because that was the worst ending of all time. That was almost worse than the mummy books. Oh my gosh, those that's the worst one ever. Yeah. Yeah. I So, yeah, don't read the blob that ate everyone. I <laughs> literally paraphrased a lot of it cuz there was a bunch of like false scares and all this other crap, but mm-hmm. I was like this is not necessary for this terrible story. Yeah. That is terrible. So, wow. There it is. What a just awful. How dumb is that? Yeah. Super dumb. Super dumb. But, you know, it's another one off the roster. We're just making our way through these <laughs> yeah. Goosebumps books. I mean, you gotta read the good and the bad. Amen to that. But, as bad as that book was, our super special Halloween show is gonna be so much better. Oh man, can't wait. We're gonna do some live readings of scary stories to st- tell in the dark. Mm-hmm something to put on while you're waiting for trick-or-treaters or not yeah just no definitely just, you should definitely you should because it's just gonna give you some, scare you yeah and listen to it in the dark in yeah turn yeah. off the lights pull out some candles and we're gonna read you some scary stories and you are gonna like it <laughs> i guarantee it you're just gonna kidding. like Maybe the way not. you scare yourself <laughs> i guarantee it. i guarantee it yeah it's gonna be fun so look forward to that this is gonna be airing on the week of halloween uh i hope that you have a scarier halloween than our friend zacky did but <laughs> yeah, zacky b if real. you're listening to if you're listening to this and i know you are i hope that your halloween is extra super scary you're my super boy scary it's gonna be if you listen to our podcast and it will be we've got we've got a bunch of tricks up our sleeves <laughs> it's gonna be so special Spooky. Yeah. So look out for that. And if you don't, you'll be extra scared. Yeah. Yeah. Tune into that, scare cadets. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dead air. Scare cadets. Dead air. That's what (laughs) what I meant to say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So that's it for this episode, I suppose. Yeah. What a terrible if you're a blob, ending. If you're a blob, make a better ending next time. <laughs> yeah. These two dumb blob kids writing some stupid story about a blob. About a blob. So stupid. How dumb. But, you know, just the way it is. It's just like life. You have some good endings and some bad ones. Mm-hmm. You just keep rolling. Keep on rolling, scare cadets. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're. This is your scare cadet academy, captains. <laughs> yes, Uncle Matt and Uncle Jake. <laughs> your dear old Uncle Matt and Jake. <laughs> yep. So we'll see you on Halloween. Stay safe out there. Bye.